because when people move, they usually have to move. Either they have a job transfer or they just, just need a bigger house yeah, they, or they need exactly. a smaller house. You know, the kids are gone mm-hmm. or they're, they're just, their lives are changing. That's why they have to move. And the people that stay in a home for 30 years or more and they move, they're moving for a reason. Otherwise right. they wouldn't be moving. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself, is this what I really want to be doing with my life? We have, and the answer wasn't what we expected. Hi, I'm Margaret. And I'm Stetson. We made a really big decision to do a complete rebrand of our four-year-old relocations company. New look, new business model, the works. Some people might think we're crazy. Do you? But it's what we needed to do in order to better align ourselves with our goals for our company. In this podcast, we talk about not only our journey through rebranding, but all things business. Marketing, building your client base, social media. In fact, there is never an end to the topics we will discuss here. So we invite you now to sit back, take notes, and enjoy the One Crazy Journey podcast. Welcome to the One Crazy Journey podcast. We are at episode 19 and we are continuing the conversation. This would be part four of our series on how we added an extra $10,000 a month into Mm -hmm. our income. Yeah, we've been having a little vent sesh and we'll continue our vent sesh in a minute. You know, as entrepreneurs, you just, you'll, you'll feel as if you're listening to this. I mean, you're just constantly in this rat race and sometimes you just got to vent and you're like, why can't I just be normal and work like a nine to five job with a normal company? Because we feel like we're not normal. No. Entrepreneurs <laughs> are part of the 1% crazy, we feel like. And not, it's not a normal lifestyle. Like, and why? you're constantly working. Why do I have to be this? And we've been on vacation and it just hasn't felt like vacation no. because we don't take vacations. It's um, hard for us to take vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to talk about all of that and then dive deeper into the conversation of relocations. We're so, so excited to talk to that. So before we get started, don't forget to subscribe to the One Crazy Journey podcast on Instagram. We post motivational quotes. You can keep up with the behind the scenes on the podcast and everything to do with that over there. And then you can also subscribe to everything.nv on our work Instagram and keep up with that because we're doing a lot of fun stuff over there. Sneak peeks of our podcast interviews. Um, we have a really awesome guests coming up in the next couple of weeks that we're really excited to interview. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. super exciting. Yeah, so we'll be posting a bunch of stuff over there and on our One Crazy Journey podcast Instagram. So what were we saying? So we were venting. <laughs> we were venting. We were venting before we got on this podcast because we feel like we're hitting the ceiling. So as entrepreneurs, you hit the ceiling where you you know that big things are, are about to happen and, and you start feeling overwhelmed sometimes with Mm-hmm. with all of the to-dos. So we've realized we have a to-do list. We don't necessarily like doing some of the things we do. We want to hand it off to some people, um, but we're not quite ready to do that. And it's just this dilemma of being just, stuck in the middle. And feeling. also, yeah, I mean, I especially like we're on two sides of the business. Like she does the financial back end stuff and like the scheduling, right? I do like the um, Instagram stuff, the emails. Like, I feel like I've kind of taken that over, like emailing with companies, like doing all that stuff. So we're both in different parts of the business. It really, really helps. So we're not, you know. We're not doing it all. Like, it's not all on one person's shoulders. Right. And it's not overlapping. But we've been on vacation and I'm doing quote quotation marks (laughs) with my hands because we've been on vacation for a week and a half. And I'm like, we haven't seen each other in a couple of days. And I'm like, I haven't felt like I've been on vacation. I yeah. really haven't because our brains are working, you know, a hundred million miles a minute. I can't like, 
I'm like, what's next? And I feel like there's not enough time to get everything done that we want to do. Like for me looking at Instagram, I'm like, great. We want to do all these, you know, new series. And I'm so excited to do that. We're doing our house series when I'm building my house and that's coming out soon. Then I want to do all these. Great. And then I got to message companies. Yeah. And you realize how much time that's taking. And it's like looking at Instagram, it's like, great. We want to start growing our following again. What have we been doing? Setting the analytics. Great. Now reels are a thing. We got to do reels now. 30 seconds. We got to keep up with the time. So many things. And, you know, after the summit, there's a bunch of follow-up that we got to do. And that's not even including the moves that we do. Yeah, because um, we're still working. <laughs> we're still doing relocations. Which I mean, we'll start doing moves next week. So I think you'll understand listening to this if you're an entrepreneur, especially if you're on Instagram or like there's so many things you where you're just feel the pressure constantly and you just don't feel like there's enough time in the day or enough resources or enough who's to get everything done. Like I spent all week trying to find someone to edit our IGTV videos, yeah. right? It's like I want to find just the right person. <laughs> And then, yeah, within that affordable range too, because yeah, we want to do, know, you know, we want to so do more many, stuff. We want to do videos after videos, so many videos, but yeah. we can't pay someone, you know, $500 a video at this moment in time <laughs> if we want to do 20 videos a month. For right. Instance. Yeah. So it's just that constant grind and that constant mental thing where it's just, I'm like, why, why can't we just be content with I know, and I think part one of, thing. And I think part why? of it is because it's hard for us, it's hard for you and I, and probably for listeners here too to settle down and let the brain relax because the brain starts relaxing and then more creativity comes in. And then you start thinking, well, we could do this and Mm -hmm. we can do that. And, and then how do we do this? And it's hard to relax. It's hard to, you know, like even when I'm relaxing, I've always got something in my ear. I'm always listening to an audio book or a podcast. I listened to some really good podcasts over the weekend and you know, it's, it's all, it's all, a lot of it's been about finances and things because I do the back end work, but I don't rest. I don't just sit and stare out at the planets or, you know, and like I, lie and in the I grass think that's and something look up. that we need to get better at. Yeah. Because we were doing that we in were, our, when we were doing, you know, a lot of personal development. Yeah. Stuff. Like a year ago. Yeah. We right were now. really good at yeah. slowing down, like taking yeah. that meditation time to really like reflect. And I know that's something that I realize I need to get better at is like, I still do my gratitudes every day. I still do my you know, goals every day that I write out and I look at my goal cards and that's pretty much the extent of it just because of all the things, <laughs> all the other know. things, but and that's I no still, excuse. Yeah. And I still get up at five 30 in the morning and I yeah. do my workout routine, even though the gym is closed, I'm mm-hmm. still going over to my oldest daughter's house, that's and sister. And we work out for an hour every morning. And so I'm still doing that, but still, and still doing gratitudes in the evening. Writing with my left hand. I'm still doing that. Yeah. We're just doing these little things, but it doesn't feel like enough right now. I feel like I need more self-care. Yeah. So I want to re- redo a power life to, script for Well, myself. we need to get better at that because that's when everything, it just, I yeah. think we just need to go back to that because I think that will help us. Like it always has, like help you just see where you need to go and just get more slow grounded. down and get more grounded. That's yeah. what I was going for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we just needed a little vent sesh. <laughs> we're like, I'm glad we're, we always are in the same place. We're like, are you feeling this way? Oh yeah, this is me. And I think another thing too, and you'll, I feel like relate a lot to this is when you accomplish something, you're like, oh, like I, I felt that when we hit our 10 K mark on Instagram, Yeah, we have 10,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. After we reach 10,000, it's going to be perfect. I don't even we have, have to the worry about it. We have the swipe up. And then after we hit that number, okay, now we want to get to 20. 
Now we want to get to 20. Right. And so yeah. it's like after the summit, great. Now we have the summit. It was this huge event. So many hours went into it. We have amazing speakers. After Super we do the successful. summit, we're going to have such a great vacation and we're going to relax after the summit. Okay. Now what do we got to do? It's like, we're never, we're, we're never, never going to be happy. happy. And I realized that. And I told you that yeah. it's like, we're never, you know, even if we make a million dollars in a day, then the next time we're going to be like, great. Now we got to make 2 million. You know, it's never, it's just a weird thing where entrepreneurs have that mindset. I feel like where they're never going to be happy with what yeah. they are. I mean, but that's another thing to note. And I think you have to go back and you have to check yourself because after the summit, did we celebrate? No. It's the same with the organizers rise when we, we put on this amazing yeah, event with right. 700 organizers, you know, yeah. we had all these speakers. We did a 10 day live event for free. It was all about connection and support. We kept saying with Monica lead, Oh, after this, we're going to cheers. We're going to pop some champagne. No, what are we going to do next? Yeah. What are we going to do with this? Yeah. So I feel like What's it's a very important thing to check yourself, you know, where it's like, you know what, this isn't how I thought it was going to go, but we did this. Or you know what, this is even better than I thought it was going to go. And could we have done more? Yes. But you need to, you know, appreciate, appreciate the steps that you've what made. you've done. Because if yeah. you look back at this entire year, there's been so many things that have happened to everyone. Yeah. And you 2020 is going to be recorded in crazy. history. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. But just look at all the things that you've accomplished in that year. And so I think that's something that I'm going to do is like really sit down at the end of the year and be like, what did we do? Like, can and I even remember down. all the stuff yeah. that we've done? Because we, we just did keep some, going, we did going, webinars. Going. We relaunched our coaching program two times, two I did or my three Instagram times. course, which launched my Instagram business. Now I'm working with clients, you know, it's like, yeah. We did the rise where we made, helped a lot of organizers, organizers make great I connections in our group. And they're interacting mm -hmm. and they're, they're helping each other. And that was our intention for that group. Yeah, and how many connections we built up through that with all the other pro organizers, which then we brought on under our podcast and our, or, and our moving summit. And we started two podcasts in this year of 2020 because the other one we're not, you know, I just abandoned. It's yeah, still there, podcast but is we had two podcasts that we itself. started this year. Yeah. So I feel like it's important to reflect. To reflect. See, I'm already starting to feel better. Just checking. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think about we needed events. What we've done. Yeah. And we've but, done good financially too, which I, I was surprised because I was just looking at our P&L. Well, it's the like weekend, it's or, basically the week. same as last year. Yeah. I mean, after everything, we didn't do moves for like two months, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't, we weren't getting calls. Like it was, it was interesting. Well, it started to show up even sooner because remember That's even true. January, was like February three. was slow. So we had probably four months. Where it was slow. Yeah. Or nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was, again, and that was just another thing, but I think we should all... Take a breath. Yeah. And just, just go. I have gratitude that I do every day. And if you're listening, I'd recommend that you do. And I reflect on five things that happened today and then five things that I see in the future. And those are my big goals that we're going to accomplish. And one of them was cool because it was my house. I have yeah. a house now. I have this beautiful house. Yeah. And so after that, I was like, well, that's one done. Now I get to add a new goal in. Yeah. So it's right. It's never ending. <laughs> see? See what I mean? But I don't what I haven't done is like look at the year and really go month by month. Like what did we even do? Because there's so many things. We moved into our building in January. We bought all this furniture. We've been know? in this building coming up a year in January. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all of the things that we've done in here to make changes just for podcasting, our just podcast for recording. Yeah. Getting our equipment. We have all of our equipment now. And yeah. So I think we do. 
I feel a little better after saying that, but sometimes you just got to vent. But I think it's important for everyone to just be like, because if you're an entrepreneur, I feel like you can, you're always going to feel like you need to do more. You have to do more. You have to do more. And you, it's really hard to just stop and be like, Hey, what did I actually do this year? You forget to look back and see what it is that you've done. Mm -hmm. Even if it was in the last month, what did you do in this last month? Mm -hmm. And we forget and we just move on to the next thing because we're in the next project. Yeah. So whenever I'm like, oh, we should have done this. I need to do this. I like check myself. But again, it's hard because I'm like, you know what? We did this. And how awesome was that? And we, you know, built up a connection with how many people or whatever. So Stetson and I were in our, we're in our podcasting room right now, but we have another room where our desks are. And we were in there talking and venting. And I'll kid you not, this hummingbird mm-hmm. came up to our See? very large window and just hovered there for about mm-hmm. 10 seconds and looked at us through the window. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. That's going to yep. be on my gratitude. Tonight. There you go. See, that's the thing. And I think that's cool because even if it was a crappy day and something terrible happened, there's always something there's always like whenever, you know, sometimes it's big things where I'm like, great, I booked this big job, right? We booked this big job or we got this person to whatever. But sometimes it's just like, I worked out today for myself. Yeah. You know, I watched a Netflix movie because that yeah. in itself is a big thing for me because I... Yeah. Want to constantly be doing stuff. And so like, and I watched a learning. series, like I watched the Queen's Gambit, which was super good. Wasn't that and good? Ha- did you watch it? I did. I like binged it in like one weekend because we're on vacation, right? So yeah. I was like, you know, I'm going to binge it. There's yeah. We got through it over episodes. the course of a week, I'd say. Yeah. Five, six days. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'm happy I did that because I just. Because that was self-care. Yeah. I just go, go, go. I'm on my computer oh, and researching. So it's just this never ending thing. But you're not alone if you're feeling. Yeah, if you're this feeling way, this way, especially during the saying. holidays, especially because you're forced to take some well, and time it's, off. And it's the new year, right? Coming up, where you're like, "Great, I got to do this for the new year. Yeah. New year, what am I going to do?" But yeah. I think it is important to like reflect on what you've done, right. which we need to do. We're talking to. I'm talking to myself here. <laughs> We're doing some self talk here for both of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, it's, but true. it's true because when we took the time off and we said we're taking two weeks off and we didn't take the two weeks off because we're always learning, we're always studying, it didn't feel like vacation. But to know that even that's okay, it's okay to realize that we didn't take really a vacation, but we did have to, we could appreciate well, those I little moments for me, in there. Like, I need to say, you know, I'm grateful that I had this two weeks off because if we were doing moves, I've had to do house stuff every single day, deciding, yeah. which is fun. Yeah. But it's like today we got to look at lights after this. You know, we had to pick our countertops, our granite, our floor, um, our, grout, our grout for our floor. Like because all these we came in at the to, very end yeah. and we do have to decide this like this week. Yeah. And if you needed extra outlets it. or if you yeah. needed an extra light somewhere. With the builder, which has been all fun. But if we were, you know, busy with work, I wouldn't have been able to fit in that time. So it has been nice to have it. Well, and Stetson and I both believe that everything happens in its own time for its own reason. Yeah. And everything falls into place always for Mm -hmm. us. And you just allow it to happen. Don't force it to happen. And that's what we've learned to do over the last year. Yeah. Don't force something to happen. Let it happen. But at the same time, we deal with impatience sometimes. Oh, definitely. And I think everyone feels that way. But that's been a big thing as far as like COVID, you know, with financial thing, like that was our main source of income was moves. And you said it's like slow three to four months. Mm-hmm. But what did we do? We pivoted. You know, we did a lot of online stuff, but just knowing that the money is always there. It's always going to come, which it never has out. failed us. And always I don't, it never out. will. Yeah. But if you, if you have that positive mindset about it, because if you don't, that's when you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. If you think so I'm not going to have always, enough money, I'm not going to yeah. do this. If any of those negative thoughts come in, we push them out of our minds immediately and do like a self cleanse almost. Or we're right. And sometimes we need to check our each other too. Yeah, you know, like if one I've of us is feeling that, down, or you've been that, I'm like, mm-hmm. we can't go there. Like we can't do this because mm-hmm. that's something that we talk to um, that done and done home Anne and Kate about is. Did she was saying like did the tide come through? Oh yeah, right? is the tide in? Yeah, yeah. is the tide the in where you have all this way these, out right yeah, now? Yeah, you have, you have all this money in your account, and then you know the tide comes in where you got all these bills and you know payroll and all this stuff, and it's like yeah, I think thing. on their their thing, I think it's when the tide was in, if money was good, when the tide oh, okay. was out, it was, it was they out. had no money, like, yeah, it was gone. Out. Yeah. <laughs> The tide is out. Yeah, the tide is way out right now. And it's that thing where you're just like, you know, it's all going to work out. It's just. And it does. And it does. and they said the same. Even Anne and Kate said the same. It's always worked out. And, you know, they have a very successful company in New York. But we share those same. And, and I think everyone listening, curves. if you're an entrepreneur, you know, you, you feel that you understand that. You do. And you know what it feels like to feel like, oh, I'm not doing enough or yeah. I'm at the top of my game. You know, yeah, we like all, this we're, past month was huge flows. for us. It was huge. It was our yeah. biggest month we've probably ever done. And we were super excited and we, our drill was, was so rolling fun. and it was, we but were now, getting great feedback, mm-hmm. but now like, it's over. What are we going to do? <laughs> so we just need an event session. I hope you relate, but it's just, it's nice to have a cleanse, reflect. You're yeah. doing everything. I write in my gratitudes every, like sometimes I just need to write this sentence down and it's everything as it should be. Yeah. And I feel like I kind of want to get like a tattoo because when I write that down, I feel calm. Yeah. Because there's so many things that I want to do, missing pieces, you know, all these things where it's like not doing this, we need to do this. But if I write everything is as it should be, it's as it should be in that present moment, right? Mm -hmm. And everything is as it should be. Yeah, at that so you don't moment. have to yeah. worry about doing all these things. Yeah. Everything is as it should be at this current time. That's so powerful because then you don't fret about what you're not mm-hmm. doing or mm-hmm. what you have to do in 10 hours from now. Yeah, just so in I, the moment. I've been, at the end of my gratitudes, I write that down if I'm That's feeling good. that. And I kind of be like, you know, everything is as it should be. It's happening for a reason. Everything's supposed to happen like and be as it should be right now. Yeah. So it's not supposed to be anything different than what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so that's good. like the motto for the day. I'll post that on our podcast. I think that's a good quote because it has been my quote that I've been. Yeah. Yeah. You should we're using that. as that's a lot. That's helpful for all of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my motto now. Yeah. I'll bring it in 2021. <laughs> the motto for 2021. Well, after, now that we are finished with our event session, I feel a lot better and I'm excited to I talk more about relocations. Yeah. 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 We're excited. We're motivated. Yeah. We're on a better mindset, I think. Now we can provide some more positive <laughs> stuff here. Yeah. No, yeah. really, but it felt good. I, I feel so much better. I feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to continue on the conversation, talk about who we do, who, who are we serving here mm-hmm. in our relocations company? And we're serving those people that don't have an idea of what goes into creating a successful move, but just to help people have a more successful move experience so that they don't end up with those 50 unpacked boxes that take over their garage for the next mm-hmm. 10 years. Yeah. Or longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I read a statistic a while ago and it was like people move 11 times, at least 11 times in their lifetime. Americans, I should say, move 11 times in their lifetime. And it's like how many of those moves have been stressful? 
all yeah, of them, all of them, every single like one I've of them. I've done a Facebook th- or a, an Instagram thing about it. We're like, yeah, all these horror stories, right? This happened, this happened, this happened. So if, that's what we do is we help people have a successful move because we 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 do it every single day. <laughs> we do. we know the process, yeah. and there is a lot of you know moving pieces. It's not just you hire a moving company. We've talked about this. And there's so many components because when people move, they usually have to move. Either they have a job transfer, they just, just need a bigger house yeah, they, or they need exactly. a smaller house. You know, the kids are gone mm-hmm. or they're, they're just, their lives are changing. That's why they have to move. And the people that stay in a home for 30 years or more and they move, they're moving for a reason. Otherwise right. they wouldn't be moving. Exactly. And a lot of times it's, they don't need that big of a house anymore. Mm-hmm. So they they need a smaller home. They've raised their kids. And so now they're scaling way down. So they all have the same needs though. How do I deal with all of the things that I have in my home? Either it's current and they need to move it or they need to downsize it. Yeah. It's the same kind of emotions that are coming into play. Right. And I think that's, that's another thing too, to know about like, if you're an organizer listening to this, that's huge. And that's like really what's made our business so successful is because organizing is a choice. I mean, it's a, it's a want, right? It's like, I really want to have an organized home. If your finances aren't in place, you're going to choose fixing your oven, your stove over getting your house organized, right? But moving, you have, like what you just said, you have to move, Mm -hmm. you know, or you've been planning this. um, Or if you're older and you can't pack, you can't, you know, move. And so it's like, it's not a want, it's, it's a, it's a must. It's a have to. For Mm -hmm. when somebody is moving, there's always a reason for doing it. And it's always hard and they always don't want to face it because they know how much work is involved. Exactly. So we help them by going in and assessing their situation and deciding or helping them decide for one, like, do you need to have an estate sale? Do you need Mm -hmm. to have an auctioneer come in? Do we need to donate these items? Or they're moving to a larger house. Well, let's talk about how we're going to get your things from A to B. And do you want to have a fabulously organized kitchen and pantry at the other end? And, you know, sometimes we just do move-ins. Like Mm -hmm. we just do move-ins. In fact, we've got a consultation for one coming up where they're combining two households into a brand new home and they've moved from somewhere yeah. else. Some- yeah. And that's interesting too, because we've, we, like you said, we do move-ins, right? And so we see the aftermath of either they've packed themselves or they've hired a moving company to pack themselves or something happened. And that's when it's always the most difficult because at the other end, unless they're like, I don't know if we've ever had to unpack like a oh, from one in. of ours, you mean? Yeah, that's been like, wow, it's like perfect. All of yeah, because we don't see sectioned. the other end. Yeah, yeah, and so it's just like a blind. You're going in it blindly, and so you, you know, the the boxes might not be labeled good. What's in here? You know, so you have to unpack everything, and it's a lot more. Or you know, we've had a move where the movers just stuffed everything in large wardrobe boxes. They oh, packed yeah. things in bubble wrap that they didn't need to pack. Like. Yeah, we should talk about that, sir, because that's a very interesting story. So this is a, a, a young guy who's going to uh, university, and he moved from another state, and he didn't have, he didn't know, actually, he didn't know that there was somebody that maybe could help him at the other end organize things before the movers came in and packed. So the movers packed, like Stetson said, into wardrobe boxes, and I would say there's probably 30 plus wardrobe boxes for this young man. Not labeled, things. upside and down. And he told us horror stories at the other end, like he had hired a moving company and then they either had someone who called in sick or didn't show up for work. So they pulled someone off 
the lot of home, the local Home Depot to come in and help like, hey, do you want to earn $10 an hour? And did not have any experience moving. So at the other end, our unpack for this gentleman, we, we set it up, we got everything done. But it was hours and hours of sorting whatever contents were in these boxes. And there were clothes, there were his skateboards, there were shoes, Dishes, there were pots stuff, and pans, towels, in blankets in Col one he, box. And he had a lot of um, like glassware, like he was a collector in glassware. He owned like a... He had a shop where he was selling this hand-blown Yeah, glassware. like a music. He had like an art gallery. Yeah. So he had all these collections of very... Mm -hmm. And I was just like, man, you got so lucky that these things did not break. Because I like... I think he only had a couple things that were broken and it was like one of them was like a camera light which was really unfortunate because those are very expensive yeah it was a very one of them was like a lamp light. or whatever mm -hmm. but all of these things just like I was like this was under this was mm -hmm. that was under this like you got so lucky that this stuff did not shatter because of how they packed if you look at the the time and the stress that it took him if he would have if he had known that there was people that do what we do that could help him figure it out, sort beforehand. Before it was packed. Organized into sections. If you wanted the organizer to pack, perfect. If you wanted the moving company mm -hmm. to pack, that's great. But at least everything would be organized to make Before. the unpack easier. Yeah. Because we were there for what, two weeks or something? Yeah. Just sorting in the garage, going through all this stuff, unpacking and sorting into smaller sections because it was all just thrown in, which... And we had to set up quite an extensive box system with mm -hmm. labels for ourselves to keep track of what we were sorting, mm -hmm. which was amazing that he had this huge garage that we could work in. But it was a lot, a lot of sorting. Which would and have probably no, been more expensive in the long, in the long run. run. And he said he had tried doing it himself. Yeah. And he could not even begin to get through one box because of the way it was packed. Well, it was painful for him to see how things were His mixed up were and how mistreated nice they were things, like he has gorgeous collectibles yeah, like yeah. all of his stuff was super nice there's a lot of dollar value in his things mm -hmm. and he prides himself in taking good care of his things yeah so when he had beautiful clothing and shoes expensive shoes mixed in with kitchen items and other random things mm -hmm. it, it was painful emotionally for him right. so um he was grateful in the end we, we set up, we sorted everything, we labeled everything. His garage is set up. He can find whatever he needs in his garage and his entire house was set up. Mm -hmm. But that's the kind of thing we want to help people avoid. Yeah. And I think that's, and that's why we're really excited to talk about this. And that's why it's become a really, you know, core focus of what we do is like getting this out there because people don't know yet. And I think we talked, we talked about this in a previous episode, but where organizing is now after the home edit show, especially it's, it's a huge thing where I feel like now people know what it is. They want their house organized. So they get it done. And it's more of like a necessity rather because than they a know choice. the it's value there. now. Yeah, they know the there. value that if somebody comes in and organizes my kitchen for me, mm -hmm. then I can function better in there and feel less stressed. I exactly. can make meals. My family can make meals with me and everything is flowing. So that's what, what so organizing is getting there, which is amazing now. And yeah. I know that's definitely exploded the organizer business as a whole. Mm -hmm. And what our goal is, is to get this out there of the relocation services in a different way than what moving companies do in a different way than what move managers do because they do a different thing in itself, helping corporate moves, finding doctors, you know, finding your whatever, like yeah. the, that like it's a need, whole yeah. new thing, which yeah. is slowly becoming 
a new thing that we're trying to get out there and, and let people know, yeah, this is like when we talk to our clients and they're like, so what do you do? You know, we say, we take care of all the details. We help you plan. We help you pack. We coordinate the movers. You need an estate sale. You need, mm-hmm. what do you need? You need a dumpster. You need a paper shredder. What you, do you need? What do you, right? yeah, you and need then we unpack and organize moved. at the other end. Do you want gorgeous product? We'll take care of that. And, and everything's taken care of. And like, what do I do? You know what? You don't you have to do You can go on anything. vacation and come back into the lobby. And your done. house will be done. Yeah. And so it just takes the stress out of it. Yeah. Um, and I don't think people realize yet that this is a service and it's finally starting to slowly get out with, you know, the people that we've coached with senior moves. Like I'll shout out Corey, if you're listening, we love you, Corey, but she's doing it extremely well in her senior relocations business. And that's a whole new little mm-hmm. section that's starting to boom where it's like, this is a thing. This is a thing that mm-hmm. you can help me go through my 50 plus years of items in my house. And help me figure out what I need to take and, and what I can let go of. Because and... I can't personally pack and yeah. you'll set up my apartment and it's the same thing. And you'll thing. make it look super cute or you'll personalize yeah. it for me, yeah. for who I am and the things that I love. Yeah. yeah and it's the same thing with relocations on a bigger mm-hmm. scale where because we do the that moving for them. company doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, pack the moving company doesn't unpack. No, I do this. I'm a specialist. I'm an organizer that knows these systems. And this is what I do. I do these every single day. And the process is all the same. And it will just take the stress. You don't have to have a stressful move. No, you don't have to worry be- about who to hire, mm-hmm. you know, and because we always pack with the focus on the unpack at the other end then things make sense as we're unpacking or even if we're sending things far away and someone else is unpacking, it would make sense to them on how they can put things away and, and get rid of those unpacked boxes. But, you know, it's far beyond just calling the moving company because moving companies will pack, but they'll pack according to room and whatever's in that room, they're going to pack it. Mm-hmm. So if you have your half of your DVD collection in one room, I shouldn't even use DVDs, probably too old. <laughs> But if you have, half, you have half of a collection of something in one room and then you have another in another room or two, well, or, it's not all going to be together. For right. One. But or it's thinking about it systematically too of, okay, this is your floor plan currently. This is your floor plan for your new house. Like say you're up, you're upsizing and you have, you know, five bedrooms instead of three. What are you going to put in there? Is this stuff, where's the master going to be? You have to plan that out. If you have two living spaces, mm-hmm. if you have DVDs, where are those living spaces going? Is it going this family room or this living room? You know, there's so many things to think about. And if, you know, we love our moving companies. We're not bashing moving companies at all. And but we, we need them. We need them, yeah. Because they, they do, do all, all the, of our heavy lifting for exactly. us. And mm-hmm. what they've realized working with people like us is, they're so grateful because they don't like to pack. They don't. They don't All of our like moving to companies, and That's not what they like yeah, to do. Yeah, we've used a lot of moving companies and we've asked them the question and they are so grateful mm-hmm. when they walk in and everything is packed and ready. Their worst nightmare is when they come in and if somebody says, well, everything's ready to go and they have all the packing to do of the yep. things that, that have remaining in closets and attics and basements mm-hmm. and cabinets. I mean, people think that they've packed what they really haven't. Right. Maybe and they've so gotten that DVD collection into a box, but that's it. They're yeah. not ready to go. Yeah. So it's adding this person is as a relocation specialist that's going to come in and take care of all the things that you're thinking about. You know, it's and I help th- you get through that. Yeah. I would say it's like thinking about a contractor, you know, like where they, you have your contractor 
that they are in direct communication with the, with the client. We're building a house. This is a contractor. Mm -hmm. Then he goes out and finds a plumber, someone to do electricity, someone to do the floor. He goes out and finds all those people. So all you have to worry about is great. My house is being built. Yeah. And I get to pick you know, the style that I want, I get to pick the hardware and everything else is taken care of. And then their house is miraculously built and then built, they move in finish. and it's ready to go. Exactly. It's clean because mm -hmm. they'll always bring in a house cleaner right before to get all the yep. construction dust out of there. So all you have to do is move in. So it's the same thing with relocation. So yeah. That's exactly what we do. And mm -hmm. that's what we're, uh, our goal is to get it out there and help more people do this because we have seen so, so much success. Um, yeah. And, and so, yeah, and that's who we help. So we'll wrap it up for today. And next week, we're going to talk about how we get the jobs. Yeah, like marketing. And I, I think whether you're an organizer or you're a business owner or you're anyone, I think what we have to share will be beneficial, especially if you're like going into the new year, thinking about starting a business. So we're going to be talking about like how we get our clients and how we've built up this ongoing client stream that's continually coming yes. in without us doing anything. Right. Uh, we don't pay for marketing, you know, all those things. So we're going to be talking about all of that, of how we have that just constantly coming in without doing anything now next week. So we're excited to talk about that. Thanks for listening to the One Crazy Journey podcast, where we have a brand new episode every Monday. Like what you hear? Then subscribe so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, why not hop over to our Instagram at everything.nb and follow us there so you can keep up with our stories. And on a side note, we often make references in our episodes about the programs, books, and apps, and other tools that we love. If you would like to know what these tools are, then take a look at the show notes for this episode and find the link to our free resource guide. Well, that's it for today. So you can listen to us next time on the One Crazy Journey podcast. And if you use your imagination, you can see us too.